0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Collaboration Space. I'm your AVISPL SPL host, Nancy Lucier. And joining me today is Jen Sigmund, who is the Senior Manager of Workplace Experiences for the Americas for Barco. Welcome Jen, how are you today? I'm doing great, Nancy. How are you? I'm doing good. And today, Jen, I know we're going to talk about, you know, we've been doing hybrid meetings for just about two years now. So we wanted Mm -hmm. to talk a little bit about that and, you know, how we're going to move forward because hybrid meetings are pretty much here to stay, right? They are.
1: They are indeed. And it's what I think the biggest thing that we've noticed is that, you know, before COVID started, and I think we're all tired of talking about this now. But, you know, we had kind of of, meeting equity, right? People just, you were going to be in a meeting room, and if the meeting was important, you were going to be there. And then we still had the same situation, actually, in the the last two years, because while we were all remote, we all simply were a remote participant on a call. So there really was no true hybrid. And now what we're seeing, of course, is this uh, evolution to what we're calling hybrid meetings. Uh, We've seen the research, that says, you know, people really want to go back into the office a bit, believe it or not, maybe not full-time, but two to three days a week. But we're actually seeing, um, you know, the main reason being around socialization, uh, that ability to make decisions faster, which has probably been the most hampered during meetings. Um, The other thing that we've been seeing as well is around uh, this focus time. There are a lot of people who haven't had an ideal situation Uh, when they were working from home. And were actually interested to get back into the office to focus on getting some things done.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and then there's also, you know, if you're at home, you know, are you always working? Do you always need to be available? So there's a little bit of that too. So that kind of brings up, you know, some employees are still struggling with hybrid meetings. And why do you think that is?
1: Yeah, so um, we have seen this the okay. case. So again, we're really starting to just evolve into hybrid meetings now, truthfully, is we've got people heading back into the office. They're trying to figure out what's going on within an office as they're setting up meetings there. And then how do they bring in people remotely who are gonna to continue to work from home remotely? And so we know that, you know, 28% or 30%, I would say that people that we've been researching, you know. They say it's really difficult to have their voice heard when joining a hybrid meeting. And if we think about hybrid meetings, it's still, when you come back into the office, it still tends to be office centric in terms of we focus on the people in the room and there may be a camera or so in a, in a meeting room. We don't necessarily tend to look at that camera or necessarily engage with those who are outside the room. So there's definitely a challenge in there. Um, twice as many people who can participate remotely feel that they say that the meeting leaders cater too much to those who are in the room. So again, if it's a situation of, well, I'm not there. So how do we start shifting our thinking a little bit because before it has been focused on the room, now we're trying to figure out how do we create that equity space yeah. for those who are participating regardless of where they are.
0: So you mentioned a little bit of challenges. So what are some of the challenges with joining and then navigating the hybrid meeting, You know, whether I'm in the office or at home?
1: Yeah. So there's a number of issues, but let's kind of focus on the tech issues, since that's where we see the biggest thing. Uh, About 50% wrestle with simple things like cables, right? You walk into a meeting room, and you're like, okay, um, now I need to plug in my laptop, and and I'm going to share, and now I've got to set up this remote call. So what are the cables I need to connect to? How are things set up? Uh, 58% almost 60% of, of issues with sharing content, and it goes to beyond the cables, but then how exactly am I doing it? And what platform are we using today? You may be on Teams one, you may be on Zoom on another one and it changes depending on the platform you're using. Uh, also difficulties connecting to audio and video. So the peripherals in the room or the, the different devices in the room. So that type of, of uh, stress with technology actually leads to anxiety with the meeting itself and then to challenges with meeting equity. And as we talked about before, you can get the you can get the technology working. And then you've got issues like body languages, social cues. Uh, did what did I just say, was that funny or was that not funny? How was that interpreted, right? There's a whole lot of challenges just around the nuances that we have within the meetings. Uh, beyond hearing people, you know, not people not being able to speak up. Uh, there's just some challenges that come in with things like w- with culture. You know, I work at a, a company that is a, um, it's a global company, right? So invariably, there's always challenges in the room regarding, you
0: know, mm-hmm. exactly who's
1: doing what. So yeah, it but, sounds
0: like I have a lot more to think about than just show up at the meeting, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There, but the, the good thing is that, uh, you know, about 80% of people say that, easy to use, good to use technology can make meetings a lot better. So it's just a matter of trying to figure out what's that good mix to to create that optimal
0: experience. Yeah. yeah. You talked a little bit about the meeting platform, Jen. How can, you know, choosing the right platform, you know, make my collaboration experience that much better? So,
1: you know, working with with the right platform right off the bat can make things a whole lot simpler. And as as I alluded to before, you know, you just never know sometimes what you're dealing with You know, a lot of companies do standardize on one particular platform, whether it's Teams or Zoom or or WebEx, but invariably during a day when people are in meetings, they'll use a platform that that they're used to, but then they'll go to another one. So what you really need to do is think about how do we holistically step back and create that similar experience, basically that same easy use experience, whether you do this from your home, and you do it from your laptop or whether you walk into a meeting room and for us at barco it's simply all around creating a seamless experience based on using your own laptop right yeah. and the thought is with a with a with a platform it should just work no matter what you're doing and so we do this actually with a set of um of, of capabilities called smart flows through ClickShare. and what that really means is that we anticipate what you want to do as a meeting owner when you walk into a room, and we set up that experience so that it's a it's flawless and easy for you, regardless of what platform. And if I could, I'll just explain a little bit more about that. So yeah. theoretically, if I walk into a meeting room um, and I have my laptop with me, if I walk into that room, it would be really nice if automatically something just popped up and said, "Hey Jennifer, we see that you entered this meeting room, and we see that you want to start uh, a call. So click on this button here." And when I do that, it immediately sets up the meeting for me. It lets me know through a series of host flows that everything that I need to have connected in that room works so that I'm ready to go. My cameras are in check. My microphones are in check. Everything is ready to go to host that hybrid meeting. And from there, it just sets up and it says, fine, hit this button. And as soon as you hit the button, everything works. You're in the meeting and we're in a remote call the way we are right now or within a meeting room. And I've got a hybrid meeting ready to go.
0: I and, like that, that you mentioned there was one button I need to push. So I don't need to think about the technology.
1: Right. It, that's it. And that's, that's our goal. Our goal is actually to remove the thought of even having to think about technology. We simply are just trying to move towards integrating uh, the way you work and the way that workflows go into the whole call so that from the minute you start your meeting to the minute to throughout the meeting, and then to the end of the meeting, It's a simple process and you simply can focus on what you're doing, which is your work at hand and not on the technology.
0: Yeah, that's great. And you touched on something very important. You talked about being able to hear everyone and seeing everyone and, you know, how that relates to meeting equity. What are some best practices that, that you can share to help really get meeting equity the best it can be?
1: Sure. So, you know, we talked about the technology, of course, I think having a good platform, you know, such as click share something, regardless of what you're doing and how you're going to work in your room. It's something that's set up, that's intuitive, that's easy to do. But beyond that, it's other things like, and I'm sure IT managers already know this, but it's looking around the room. Where are your cameras positioned relative to your displays? Are the displays kind of at eye level for people who are coming in remotely into a meeting room? That's something to look at, you know, the angle of the cameras. Maybe there should be more than one camera depending on the size of the room so that you can take a look at a whole group of people or focus in on a specific speaker. And beyond that, there's some good, simple, basic practices that we always tell people. Start with a good agenda in mind, right? Make sure that the people who are in the remote part of the call Mm -hmm. are actually brought into the conversation first. And even if you need to, write everyone's name up on a whiteboard or something so that you are constantly reminded to bring in people engaged in the conversation. And then, last but not least, um, yeah, you know, I encourage you, you to go you know, to the Barco website. We have one called it's meetingequity.com. And you can mm-hmm. download a, um, a one page guide that will give you kind of a tip sheet on best practices around doing hybrid meetings. So our goal at the end of the day is really to remove the technology and just allow people to do what they want to do, which is focus on their meetings.
0: I like that. And it'll just be like, you know, we're in the office, we're at home, we'll have the same experience wherever we are.
1: That would be, that's what I call the holy grail, right? No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, the experience is the same. It's seamless and it's
0: easy. Great. Well, we'll make sure we put the link to that resource you mentioned in our show notes. And Jen, thank you for being here today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Nancy. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Take care. Great, great. And want to make sure that all our listeners know that you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at ABISPL Info to catch all of our video podcasts. And you can also listen on the go to the audio version on your favorite podcast app, be it Google or iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time in the collaboration space. For more information, visit avispl.com slash barco.